Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. If you're new, it might be a good idea for you to get the hang of the channel by taking a look at the playlists that are available on the channel dashboard. I've grouped these prophetic messages according to theme, especially when I was treating the various serious themes that this channel is handling. This is a judgment channel that is bringing forth the judgment prophecies and warnings of the Lord Jesus Christ to his church first. So this channel is to the body of Christ first and to anyone else who will find it and be willing to hear what the Lord is saying in these in these days, in this era, in, these, in this time. So on the channel dashboard, the first series that I dealt with was the Russia and the China series. It is extremely important to understand what messages God has brought to the United States concerning Russia and China, because Russia and China form, in a way, the core of the judgment that the Lord will bring upon this nation. There will be invasion from these twin superpowers, um, and they will be backed up by a very large array of allies. And so in order for you to really understand many of the smaller prophecies, if they can be called that on the master's voice, it would be a good idea for you to start on that playlist. After that playlist, I went into the sin series and that took several months and I did not read out all the prophecies that the Lord had listing the sins of America, such as abortion, such as murder, such as wars of aggression, such as the extensive lying and selfishness and many other things that the Lord says are ingrained in the imprint of the American continent. So it was Russia and China playlist first, and then the sin series. And then after the sin series, was the America series. So the America series was just more of what was in the sin series. You can find all these playlists available right now. I am currently in the supernatural playlist. So I am looking at things that do not necessarily fit your everyday understanding of Christianity. We have a certain view of Christianity and yet the Lord is looking for us to go extensively deeper in that view. And the primary reason is this, although our faith is an is a completely 100% supernatural one. God's church is not living in a supernatural way. So it is very rare and difficult to find a local body or even the mindset of the natural body that still believes, for instance, that the power and the miracles of the Lord Jesus Christ are for today. Many people do not believe in the spiritual gifts in the church. Many people do not believe in the five functionaries or the five-fold ministry that God has set in the church to edify, prepare, build, steward, and shepherd his body. And so with the church basically plucking and breaking off and casting away so many of the basic supernatural and fundamental pillars that the house of God, the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ is built on. Is it any wonder in the church today that many of us are lethargic? We are stuck in our faith. We are struggling with sin and we are wondering where the power of God is. Many Christians actually in their heart do not possess what is called a living faith from Hebrews chapter chapter 11 and, ver and verse 6, which says, he who comes to God must first believe that God is and that God is a rewarder. If people have doubts or questions about the God that they say they're serving, can there be 
any kind of living faith in their relationship with that God. And so this supernatural series is commissioned by the Lord to talk about things that Orthodox Christianity just doesn't talk about. There are things that even I, as a believer sitting here, having been with the Lord for decades, never heard in the church sermon. It never came to mind and it was not until the Lord God himself, God took it upon himself to draw me aside and teach me our faith anew. It was not until the father did that some years ago, quite a few years ago, actually almost 10, that I began to have the much deeper understanding of the things that are in the scripture the sub themes, I wouldn't even call them sub themes. Many of the things I'm talking about are the major themes that the Bible carries, but they're not being taught today. And so the prophecy that I have today is called the fallen ones will rule. So you may remember, I think it would be about two weeks ago. Now I, I brought a prophecy from the Lord that is called the fallen ones will return. And in that prophecy, I was discussing how God revealed to me that at a certain time in the future, we can expect to see fallen creatures that we do not normally hear about and do not understand. Um, fallen angels, but not only fallen angels, we can expect to have our world openly exposed to, you could almost say invaded by fallen creatures, such as the ones that are called aliens, but it's not only going to be creatures coming from the sky. It is going to be creatures that will emerge out of the water, out of the heavily wooded areas, out of the high altitude areas. Um, you know, the snowy mountains and the hills that only dedicated hikers go up and even from frozen areas of the world, Today, however, is examining the hidden hand of power of these creatures in human society. And so today's prophecy is called the fallen ones will rule. And I got this two days after the first one. This is June 29, 2021. The banner scripture is this, woe to those who go down to Egypt for help and rely on horses who trust in chariots because they are many and in horsemen who are very strong but do not look to the Holy One of Israel, nor do they seek the Lord. And so the morning that I woke up, it was because the Lord woke me up that morning, June 29, and he woke me up straight into a conversation, which he does very frequently. And he said that the governments of this world are not real. So all the structures that we see, um, the political systems and the systems of voting and the systems of governance that we know, not here in the United States alone, but all over the world. The Lord said that these governments are not real. He said that they are compromised and they are very heavily manipulated and they are guilty of spiritual robbery of the citizens of those nations. The people that we see running governments are puppets is what the Lord said. And he said that they are slaves to higher leadership. So there is a, there is a level above the visible government that we see. There is a level above them. And many people have names for them, names that I don't want to mention, because when you say these things, um, the channel gets tags on them and, um, the channel gets, it just gets noticed in a negative manner. But if I use the word dash, I'm just using it to break up the algorithm's ability to follow. So people talk about things like the Illumi dash naughty and things like that. But God said 
that the visible government that we see are slaves and puppets and that there's a higher leadership above them. But then the father went further and he said that the higher leadership has another layer of leadership above it. And that is what we are going to talk about today. Here are his words. None of it is real, Celestial. All that you see on the news and in televised events and international conferences, he's talking about things like the G20 and the G7 and all the many United Nations meetings and um, WHO meetings and things like that, where we basically get the rules that we live by day to day. So all these famous things that we see, the Lord says that these international conferences and all these televised events are mere theater and pageantry. In other words, it's just a show. It is all pretense. It is false manipulated drama to mislead the public into thinking that they actually know how things are done. They think they're watching how decisions are made in the world and how nations interact. It makes people feel included in the government, but actually they're simply being deceived into thinking that their choices and contributions matter. They think that the choices and contributions they make are how out outcomes are actually reached. People believe that they are essential to the process of government, how leaders are chosen and how policy is made, but nothing could be further from the truth. Ordinary people are not needed or included at all. And so at this point, I will share just a tiny bit because I already shared it in one prophecy on the blog. I think it's called The Giants Will Return. The way I came into some of this knowledge was not an orthodox way. I, I said that I've been in the church for a long time and I love the church of Jesus Christ. It is, excuse me, please. It is so life-giving and so vibrant. And I was raised by very passionate pastors who kept the true word of, Lord, of the Lord. They brought us up without compromise and, and they gave us the whole counsel of God for the most part in as much as it was revealed to them. But as I said in the beginning of this video, things like giants and things like what really happened in the Genesis 6 incursion of fallen angels into this earth, or the fact that at the end of time, there will be people among us who are not people, or what the real meaning of the iron will cling and, and blend with the clay. These things were not taught to us. And so God sovereignly waited for a time in my life when I was not so surrounded by noise. You see this world, I just shared this in a new prophecy on the blog where I was just uploading some old videos saying this entire world is geared to be loud and noisy for a reason. When there's so much activity and there's so much you have to do, taking your kids to the daycare and going to work and dealing with spreadsheets. And if you notice the work day has become longer, even though more people are working from home. So you're supposed to have more comfort, but you find that you seem to be working longer and that's because we're now being captive for long periods of time, staring at these Zoom screens and things like that. And 
When you're busy and there's noise, if you're not deliberate about making time for God in your life, you will not get the time. So don't think that the daycare is going to become shorter or the hours of homeschooling that your children need is going to become shorter. Your boss is suddenly going to say, you know, Todd, you look tired. I'm going to give you less work for the next five months. It's not going to happen. In fact, one thing my pastor always said since I was young is every person has as much of God as they want. If you have two ounces of God, it's because that's what you want. Because if you want to increase how much God you have, you simply have to make the time for God. That means that you have to go through your available life and cut out time from other activities and put that time together and say, God, this is your time. This is how God knows that we care about him. And this is how he knows we are devout when we take time and fellowship with him seriously. And so I had many responsibilities in life and in church. I was an integral part of the church and the Lord, I know the Lord was pleased with my service because he always made it apparent to me through others and through speaking to me directly. But there came a time where there was going to be a large chunk of time available to me um, because I was taking time off to study. And before I went to study, a very trustworthy woman in the church, a woman with fruit, a woman who had raised such lovely teenage children. She came to me and she said, Celestial, the Lord gave me a message for you. And the Lord said that he is well pleased with you. However, he says that you don't really have the truth. Now, when many people hear this, they will instantly re react. And that's because a lot of us have not come up in proper churches where you are taught to honor the word of people with fruit. Many of us feel that nobody can speak to us. And if anyone says things like this to us, then obviously our first response will be like, you can't judge me. This is the new culture of today. You can't judge me. You don't know my story. You don't know my struggle. And, and what people who have this kind of mindset and reaction don't know is that you are robbing yourself of the beauty of correction you are robbing yourself of the opportunity that God will always seek to use other people to direct you, to prune you, to clip off your dead branches so that you can become more vigorous as a plant and grow tall. And so when this lady said this to me, obviously it hurt at some level because I loved God with my entire being and to this day I still do. So to hear that you're reading the Bible diligently, studying and praying and you can hear the voice of the Lord directing your steps but also many other people's steps through you, something in that stung. But I honored this lady and I listened to what she said to me and I kept it like Mary in her heart they said, the Bible says that many things about Jesus was told to Mary, but being his mother, she kept it in her heart, meaning that she didn't go and yammer about it to her friends and say, do you know how she had the nerve to say that to me? No, I kept that woman's words in my heart and I went off to school and I was cut off from this church community um, for a period of two years. And in that two years, my only responsibility was to study, to, to have understanding and to get the best grades that I could. And it was in that time that God came to me and began to reveal all these things to me. The way I found out that the world system is not what it is was painful 
It was shocking. I was preparing an assignment for banking. It was a banking assignment. And with my background in law, we don't get much exposure to this. And so I was having to read and study three times as much as many as the other students because they were economics majors and things like that. And I had no intention of failing this class. And so I figured like everyone else, it would be faster to go to YouTube to watch the videos. I figured that I could make up the huge chunks of written knowledge that I didn't know by simply watching videos on what the IMF is and what the World Bank is and what um, the BRICS Bank and different things were. So I figured if I watch, I'll catch up faster. The problem was that whenever I would watch a video, you know, YouTube has an algorithm that recommends videos like the video you are watching on the side. Whenever I would be watching a video, the recommendations would be more banking videos that I could choose from to continue my learning. But in between, I would see odd videos like the truth about human sacrifice in America. Um, the truth about satanic rituals and the banking industry. And I, I found it so odd. So day after day, when I have spare time, I'm watching these videos and I'm putting them into a playlist so that I can go through them and start my push up into higher and faster understanding of these things that I did not learn um, in, in my first round of school. But eventually, one day, as curiosity will do, I clicked a video, and what I saw in that video destroyed my view of how things exist. It completely ruined the image that I had of this world. And in a way, it rocked to the core my Christianity. And just like this, that rocking went all the way down until it hit the foundation of my faith. And it cracked. And this is the honest truth. What I saw in that video and a few other videos cracked my Christianity to the foundation. And I know that many people out there have been going through that as they've come to this channel. Your world has been rocked and cracked and destroyed when you have found out that children are kept in hidden places in this nation and they are tortured and in some cases they are eaten and they are murdered and that not every child that goes missing in this nation is has is a runaway i've shared videos on this channel where god has revealed what america does with runaway that they end up starring in what are called snuff films where they are put to death and so when I watched that video and I watched one or two others, I was horrified. And of course, the first person that you would take any emotion to is God, at least for me. And I was seeking God in serious prayer, asking him how this could be true, that this could not be true because he is God and he controls the entire world. In fact, up until that point, when I would read the book of Psalms and it would say the wicked lie in wait, I always thought it's your average enemy. You know, your average everyday person who's within your life and who's within your circle that did not wish you well. I had no clue that there are high ranking confederacies of the wicked. This is people with global power and global influence who gather together in tight and powerful circles to make decisions that impact the well-being and the eventual life or death, as in who has the right to live and who has the right to die or who will be put to death. 
It never entered my head that such things could exist. And so when I found out about organizations like the Masons, and when I found out that things like the Knights Templar and um, what else, the Illumi Dash, you know what, when I found out that these things were real, I was shattered at a very core level. This did not just happen as, oh, you know, my knowledge of, of popular truth is not quite what I thought it was. No, it went to the bedrock of my faith. If you are a true Christian, then your faith is actually soldered to your being and your entire worldview flows out of God being almighty. And so I greatly struggled. I greatly struggled like I see many of you struggling um, now and I, I I had questions as to how these people had come to power and how could these people have been operating with so much freedom not for a year or five or twelve but for hundreds of years and the Lord was good to me you see many people will cast away God as God because they think that if God is almighty then there should be no evil and yet all you have to do is go back to Genesis and see that God could have wiped out Adam and Eve if he wanted an evil free world. He could have killed Adam, Eve and the snake right there, but he has allowed things to play out for his own higher purposes. And one of those purposes is that man must understand that man is accountable for his own evil. People always say, why isn't God judging the sin? And I will always answer because there is sin in your life and should the judgment come, it will come also to you. Are you ready to be burnt even 12% as the other person burns to maybe 22 or 200% as you think they deserve? There's no such thing as my tiny sin and those other people who commit abortions or those other people who are pedophiles. Huge, huge sin. God doesn't have a fish lens in his eye. A fish lens is a lens that curves things so that the things that are far away look really huge, but the things that are close to you look really tiny. So the sin that is close to us always looks small and we can just say, oh, daddy, God, I'm so sorry. But then the sin that is out there is so massive and must be judged right away because it's being done by the human trafficking cartel. Human trafficking cartel people will stand and receive their judgment and the people who tell lies and manipulate the relationships and their family and cause strife, all those little shock waves that go out and destroy families and hurt people and they carry that hurt for years, they will also be judged the same as the trafficking people. When I found out these things, it was shattering. But the Lord did not allow me to withdraw from the truth. You see, I would be useless to God if I was like many people that I meet. This can't be true. It's not true. This doesn't happen in America. Should I have been that type of denier? The Lord's revelations to me could have gone no further. But not only did he confirm that what I had seen was true, God then took hold of the two little pieces that had been torn open by that video, and he completely ripped the veil in my life until my old faith had no choice but to succumb to be burnt up in fire and cast away. And that is, that is why I'm here now, a completely new person, telling you things that you may have never heard before. So I continue. The Lord said that the leaders we see do not really control the governments. They are puppets and slaves, and the media is heavily manipulated and nothing they say is trustworthy. 
the Lord said, they are actors. They are paid and coached to tell you things with extreme bias and with cunning pressure so that you can believe them as opposed to believing anyone else. There is no truth in the media. There is only mockery and self-interest based on their service to the highest bidder. So there are people who have done the research and they found that as many as it seems that we have newspapers around the world, but especially here in the United States, there's a plethora of newspapers, plethora of um, news outlets and things. So it seems like you're really, excuse me, please. It seems that you're spoiled for choice when you, when you watch the news, you have so many options. But if you boil them down, you'll find just a few hands handling and controlling the money that is behind the news media. So when God is talking to me, I see visions. Sometimes these are very clear visions. Sometimes it's just one huge scene in front of me. Sometimes things are appearing at the left and right of the field of my vision and maybe one thing in the middle. Sometimes they are coming across like this and converging just like a montage in a superhero movie. So, and sometimes they are not very clear. Sometimes it's like an understanding rising up from within me, like a bubble rising up from a pond before it finally pops on the surface. But here are the things that I saw on June 29, and I would like you to please pay attention and listen because they're very important. The first clear vision that I saw is that I saw people in, coming into a big iron room. This room was freezing. It was what I can only call sub-zero temperatures. So it was a huge iron room, and it was so cold, in fact, that the human beings that came into this room were wearing the kind of coats that they wear in Russia. You know those very, very heavy coats that look like they were directly carved out of a bear's pelt? That's what they were wearing, and hats to cover their ears and most of their foreheads. They came into this gray room, and this room had nothing in it in terms of furniture. This room was entirely made of metal. So it was just one big metal container-like place and all the furniture in it was bolted to the floor and close to me. So if I'm standing here, everything that I'm viewing is ahead in front of me. Directly in front of me was a metal chair with a very high back and a steel table that was bolted to the floor. This chair was almost like a throne, but not quite. It was made of one flowing solid piece. So I didn't see any um, sharp edges on it. It looked like it had just been made from one molten piece of metal when the metal was hot and then it was smooth when it became cool. And these human beings were then the furthest thing. So I was watching in the door at the far end, sorry, sorry about my finger. The door at the far end opened and, and about five, four or five men came in. And the being that, that was sitting in this chair was not facing me directly. I was standing behind the being and all I saw, here's the top of the chair. And then rising above that was a huge head. The head was shaped exactly like the, the end of a spring onion. So it was a very big bulbous head. It was just like the cartoon Megamind. So you don't have to watch Megamind, but if you just look at the picture Megamind, you will see what Megamind's head looked like. And it had long fingers, very long fingers, and each finger was like the edge of a frog, like a tadpole, um, rounded and a little flat, very skinny 
fingers like um like string beans and the flesh of this creature including the fingers look dead and rotten it looked like licorice so the flesh was actually twisty i guess if you could peel our skin off and maybe see how the muscles rope together this thing looked like it had been peeled and it was just the roped muscle that was twisty like licorice and the flesh looked dead rotten and wrinkly and then the next thing that i saw so these men came into this room to meet with this creature and it was talking to them and it raised a hand and that's how i got to see what the fingers looked like as it was speaking to them and giving them instructions the next image i saw was a vision of tucker carlson very brief I saw a man in his living room. He was sitting in his living room and he was watching the nightly news and he happened to be watching Tucker Carlson. And um, Tucker was giving the news and he was very animated. And then he made a statement and he went <laughs> um, in mockery um, of whatever or whoever he was talking about. And then in this person's living room, I couldn't see the person. I was standing behind the person's armchair and the person was sitting in their armchair and there was a big dog next to them, a German shepherd, and they were rubbing the head of their dog. And then when Tucker made that observation of the news, and then he went, <laughs> the man in the chair did the same thing. And I thought of what the Lord's words were. When you deliver the, the news as a personal opinion, you manipulate the minds of the people who are listening to you. You feed into their personal beliefs. So the personal beliefs that the person already has is what makes them watch a certain news channel. And then when they go to that news channel, that news channel will act as an echo chamber, meaning that somebody will tell you all the things that you want to hear already. The news channel will back up all your personal beliefs. And then you will say, that's why I love these guys because they give the news, but actually they're acting as a very false mirror into your own hearts. So all the things that you think and feel and believe you will find in a certain place. That is why certain people watch red TV and certain people watch blue TV and nobody else wants to cross to the other because there is no balanced view. Anyway, the Lord says that you feed into people's personal beliefs and you also back up their insecurities. You dispel or you reinforce their existing views, and eventually you make them very one-dimensional and hard-hearted. And so this person was mimicking what Tucker was doing because Tucker thought whatever he had said about whoever or that piece of news was nonsense, and the person mirrored that view, and so he made the same sound. The Lord said, the news is not objective. It's not true anyway, but it's also not objective. It tears America apart. It polarizes America and it divides it into North and South, rich and poor, black and white, until Americans cannot find common ground anymore through their news and popular broadcasting. Everything is done by the media to divide and rule, and the media plays the biggest role in that. And so in one of the prophecies where the Lord was speaking about how this nation will eventually end up in civil war, one of the things that God said was that the media will be called the war whips. He called them the war whips. A war whip is a person who comes out on public TV or some form of pub public broadcasting and begins to use inflammatory language. They can't do this. They can't get away from this. Why? We ought to rise up. We ought to do something about it. A war whip is basically what got America involved in the second world war.
She could have avoided war, which is what the people wanted. But the government clear, cleverly used propaganda and little shorts and said that the Germans are eating babies out there and, and um, soon Hitler will crush the world and American might will crush the Reich and things like that until Americans eventually abandoned their very wise stance to mind their business and build their economy in a dangerous world time. And they went into the war. And as you know, there were lots of casualties that this nation suffered before the Allies finally took victory. And so war whips, the Lord said, in future will stir this country up until Americans will arm themselves. The Lord has shown me visions where even people who have never picked up a weapon before are going to get weapons licenses. And he just shares these things with me personally to let me know that this country will become like a crock pot. It's already slowly boiling now because of pressures like rising unemployment and not being able to get the truth from any kind of sources, not being able to get actual numbers about what's going on with the health situation and crisis in this country. But it will build up to the point where people will feel so unsafe because crime is going to skyrocket. I've already shared in the videos that the Lord said that the the police will become like a bully gang and they will not come and help people. They will be five of them responding to someone who needs a parking ticket. But when your house is surrounded by armed robbers and they're smashing your windows like purge anarchy to get in, even when the call is going out on the radio for the nearest officers to respond, they will not come because they do not want to lose their lives because criminals are going to be so bold in America, that it's literally, I'm repeating from these prophetic words that are on the blog, such as the breakdown of America. Another one is called signs of ruin in America. The Lord said that this country will become a gangland, an actual gangland. That means every man for himself. That means Every husband, you defend your wife and children the best you can. Don't think that you're calling 911. Don't think that your neighbor will think this is outrageous and come and help you. It will be your strength, your wife's strength, and your children's strength against whoever has come to cause harm at your home. So we will not be able to depend on government services. And all of this is going to be because the media is going to greatly tear at the fabric of this nation. And so... I began to see a montage of pictures fading in and out. And the Lord was showing me the lost era of when American newscasting had integrity. And so I saw journalists from the time when they were called reporters, when they actually were called gumshoe because they would walk the streets so much that they would wear out the soles of their streets of their shoes, chasing down a story. I began to see men smoking way too many cigarettes and sitting in cars outside warehouses or sitting outside buildings spying on criminals so that they could get the scoop. I saw men and women who were relentless to break a story, break stories about corruption, break stories about government lies, break stories about public, public spending excess and things like that. God showed me how the reporters of the past were diligent because they wanted to expose lies and corruptions and dirty dealings and then splash them on the front pages of America's print and media broadcasting so the nation could know the truth. But eventually, 
these images came together. Like I, one of the images I saw was I saw a man arguing with his boss and his boss was trying to tell him that the story he was pursuing was too dangerous, not for his personal health, but for the newspaper. He was trying to let this man know that we have, you know, the guys upstairs are not going to like this kind of story. It might look bad. And the reporter was saying, boss, it's on me. That's what he said in this vision. If it goes wrong, boss, it's on me. And God was basically showing me that there was a time when America had integrity, a lost era, when you chased the story not to get your name on the front page, but because you truly had morals and you wanted the nation to know the truth. But he said that now the newscasters are celebrities. So all they care about is the number of who tunes in. And you know, when you're motivated by how many are watching your segment or your show, whether it's Bill Maher or Rachel Maddow, both of these people were shown to me in this vision. That's why I'm mentioning their names besides Tucker Carlson. God says that the newscaster is no longer interested in the truth of the news. They're just interested in the views of the news, how many eyes are on their shows so they can know how high their ratings are. And this means that the person becomes motivated to use as many shocking tactics as they can get away with in order to keep the viewership high. And so the last thing that I will speak about that the Lord showed me is how governments operate. I saw a magician come up to the table and pick up some cards and he began to do some very amazing card tricks, card tricks that were so amazing that even me watching the vision, I was like, oh, wow. And I was marveling at what this man did. And then his last trick was he took all these cards and then he threw them up in the air and I was waiting for them to come down and they didn't. And then he said, poof, and he walked away. So I walked up to the table. There were still a few cards left. The ones he had thrown up into the air vanished, but there were still a few cards that he hadn't been playing with on the table. And I walked up to them. And when I turned the cards over, every single one said, ballot, ballot, the voting ballots. And I understood that God was showing me how voting takes place in the nation nations of the world. So here in America, there have been some recent statements that have been made, strong convictions held by the population, or at least a segment of the population. I'm not going to speak to that, but it is a fact that in many other parts of the world, people are, they experience voter fatigue because their elections are openly tampered with. These are people who have had the same president for 35 to 27 years. The same guy always wins the elections. And in fact, unless this person topples in a coup d'etat, that person will never leave office. So there are people globally who may watch this video who will be very familiar with what I'm saying about what I'm saying. And then people in the West think that their elections have so much integrity and they are not tampered with, but this is what God is saying. It is a joke and a farce when people go to the polls to vote. Doesn't matter where that is. He said, even the happy, peaceful countries, he says in the happy, peaceful countries where people are actually happy with their leaders, what happens is that those people mark their ballots with the person that the, not the visible puppet government or the higher leadership, the unseen hand of power. He said that those people have chosen the right candidate that the unseen hand of power wanted in power anyway. And so that's why those people are 
allowed, please hear the word that I'm using, allowed to come to power. He said in other places, however, when people do not mark their ballots with the desired candidate, the masters will simply call in the magician and then those ballots will go missing. So they'll get lost or they'll be delayed or even new false ballots will be stuffed into the counting bins while the original ballots that were fit, filled in will be thrown away. Poof. And they will be burned or spoiled or they will not be counted at all. And that will be done until the vote count reaches the desired level that the unseen hand wants it to reach. The Lord said, all visible government is a joke. It is an ongoing pretense that keeps people content and easy to manage. And this turns back to the personal snippet that I shared in the beginning. It was a very huge shock for me to learn that there are forces and people and organizations that have a say in the outcome of votes aside from what people choose. When I began to learn about these organizations that actually have more power than the governments that come in, when I began to learn that the people who are in power are actually people that are chosen long before the moment that we see them appeared, people who are groomed and prepped and told when they're 10 years old, your moment is going to come and you're going to be the ruler. It was shocking to me. And I need, especially the United States of America to understand for God has said all these things in the prophecy redacted information revealed that no president this country has ever had since Mr. Kennedy is a president that you chose. So it doesn't matter how happy people People were when the red team won and they waved their flag or when fortunes would shift a few years later and the blue team would seem to win back power. The Lord says that since that man passed away, nobody you have ever seen is separate from this control. So let that be, I think, a wake-up call to quite a few people who have the mindset that certain people are chosen by God. God is not involved in the leadership of this country at all. He doesn't pick your puppets. You do. And this is the reason why when the judgment prophecies are read out by myself on this channel and people are like, oh, but why is this happening? We had a chance and we missed that chance. The Lord wants people to know that part of the judgment comes from the fact that over the, over the decades, various hearts of voter-ready Americans have constantly chosen the unseen hand of the beast system. If anyone is con confused as to why the country is here now, one person didn't do it. It was cumulatively done by many, many administrations that you chose. And so the last thing he said to me is that the fallen ones are the ones controlling the governments. Please think of that thing with the very huge head that I spoke of. He said that these creatures are the one who dictate to the visible human leadership what they want done and how to do it. They dictate the choices that governments make. And this is why, as I have said in many videos, God revealed that when the government is supposed to make the obvious right choice, and everyone is saying A is the best choice, a is the choice we the citizens want. Pick A, not only in this country, but in many nations. The leaders will pick not the best choice, not the choice that's almost as good as the best, and not even the fair choice in the middle. They will consistently pick from the bad choice 
and the terrible choice. So from the last two groups, this is where you see the, the leaders of this world making their choices. And this is why we should finally wake up to what God is telling us. That the decisions are being made globally are not being made to impact, help, or better the lives of international citizens everywhere. They are being made Backward, harmful, counterintuitive choices are being made to further an agenda that has nothing to do with the normal person. And when you give this deeper thought, you will finally begin to understand that if somebody is making choices that are not to benefit you, it's not because you're invisible. It's because they're building for a world where they fully do not expect you to be there anymore. I'll stop the prophecy there. This is Celestial with the Master's Voice. Please subscribe to the channel. Please give a thumbs up to the video. Your likes help the video to be recommended more highly. Um, I'll be back with another video when I can, but these are very serious things that we all need to think about. I think what is most important that you may take away from this video is if you don't shift your mind, if your paradigm is not torn so that you can see the truth beneath, then you will keep living in this false reality where you think this is where things are. And yet all you will see is the tip of the iceberg that many people are seeing now. Many people are finally beginning to question what is going on, but it takes more than wondering. It takes more than wondering. You will literally have to make the shift to the truth that lies beneath. And so um, subscribe to the channel, give a thumbs up. And until I see you again, I'm Celestial. Thank you to everyone who supports this channel. Let me not forget that. Um, thank you as you share. Thank you as you send in your blessings and your gifts. I really appreciate it. Um, the Lord bless you and multiply your fruit back to you and show you that he is your sustenance and your, pro your provision always. Until I see you again, goodbye.